Today's learning is sponsored by our good friend Avram Boruch Gandul, Shem Shegiv Arichus Yomim Vishonim Toivim, and Lilu Nishmas, Levi Eliyah ben Eliezer Tzvi, Tuvit Tzvi, Rabbi Israel Yitzchok, Yurachmiel Daniel ben Gedalia, and Rosabas Itamar. Also, for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, the soich shar chol Yisrael. We're in the middle of the topic of mesiras nefesh, on what occasions a person has to be willing to die rather than commit a sin or rather than make a change in the lifestyle of a Jew. Based on what we've been learning, we'll understand why our rabbis are very specific. The Yomer, when they say that bishas hagzera, when the Goyim issue a decree that all Jews need to leave our religion and join their religion, even regarding changing shoelaces, for a Jew to change the type of shoelaces that the Jews wear and put on the kind of laces that the Goyim wear, a person should rather allow themselves to be killed rather than to make this change, the Gemara says this in Sanhedrin, page 74. Our rabbis chose specifically this example, the laces of the shoes. Because when we talk about a Jew giving up his life for Hashem to sanctify the name of Hashem, it's specifically towards this concept of the shoelaces. Why? Hainu bechinas raglin, referring to the feet. Hainu lahachnia ekev esav, because our goal is to be able to weaken and defeat the heel of the foot of esav. We've been speaking about this throughout this halacha. Remember, this halacha is based on chapter 8 in the second half of Likud Imran. And there, Rabbein Azal speaks about the Pasuk, the Yodoi Oichezes Ba'akei Vesov, that the hand of Yaakov Avinu grabs hold of the bottom of the foot, the heel of the foot of Esav, to pull him down. So Rabbein Azal says now, we see that when the Gemara is giving an example of Mesiris Nefesh, it talks about the shoelaces, which is associated with the Raglin. And the way that we defeat Esau, the way that Yaakov Avinu, the hand of Yaakov, is able to grab onto and pull down the heel of the foot of Esau is by a Jew being moiser nefesh, giving himself over to be killed for the sake of Hashem. Shehu bechinas bechinas din, which we learned in a previous year, that the concept of a Jew dying al-Kiddush Hashem corresponds to and is similar to the concept of the Tefillah B'Bechinas Din. Through which a person is zoichet to that holy coil, that holy voice that Rabbi Nezal speaks about there on the Kutimran, B'Bechinas HaKoyl Koyl Yaakov, the special voice of Yaakov Avinu, Shehu Machmiya, which is what brings about the downfall of the heel of the foot of Esau. 
Because Rabbein Azal explains over there in Likudim Ram that one of the main ways that Esau has power over the Jewish people is regarding food, how we address the issue of food. If we eat properly Baruchnius and Begashmius, then Esau cannot have a hold of us. When we're Poygim and Achila, when we eat what we're not, not allowed to eat or not supposed to eat, either because of kashrus reasons or because we're eating more than we're supposed to, etc., that strengthens Esau. Hainu alidei pegam achilas And this began from the damage that was done by Odomarishan eating from the Eitzhadas, Shemishom Yenikas Akev Esav. That's what actually began Esav having the ability to draw power. Bechinas, as the Pasuk says there in the beginning of Bereshis, Viato Teshufenu Okev, Kamuva. The Pasuk says there about the snake that was involved in, in convincing Odom and Chava to eat from the Eitzhadas. So the Pasuk says there that the snake will bite the person and we will trample on him with the heel of our foot. And we know that the Gemara and the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that as a result of Odom and Chava eating from the Eitzhadas, they were no longer able to have garments of light, which what they started out with, kosnos oyer with an aleph, and they had to wear kosnos oyer with an ayin. They had to wear leather garments. The isa betikunim tikunun ches, and it's brought in the tikune zoyar, ayin sham betikunim timsum avora kolzeh. You'll see all of this explained there. The inun arayois klas klipen alayim. That when we speak about arayos, pegama bris, that causes three klipos to impose upon us. And it says there, alayu itmar, and about them the Pasuk says, vayas Hashem alikim lo'odom alishtoi kosnasoyer. That after eating from the Eitz Hadas, Odom and Chava require these garments, these coverings of oil, of leather, with an ayin, v'chulu, etc., that correspond to these three klipos which were able to attach themselves to Odom and Chava. And because of this, the Torah commanded us to pray three prayers, in order to remove these three klipos, the alayu itmar, about which the Pasuk says, mayofu peomayich banaolim, how beautiful are your footsteps, the steps you take with your shoes. And it's about these three klipos also that the Pasuk says, when Moshe Rabbeinu first met Hashem Kaviyochel, by the, by the snare, by the burning thorn bush, Hashem said to him, Remove the shoes from your foot, meaning strip yourself completely from these three klipos. And when you zeuchah to strip yourself completely from these three klipos, then the Pesach says, How beautiful are the steps that you take with your shoes. Now this word po'omayich means footsteps, and the Zohar Kodesh says, Shehim sholosh regolim which also alludes through the three holidays 
Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, which are called Regolim, also associated with the feet. And also, we know that on the Shosh Regolim, we're supposed to walk to the Beis HaMikdosh. We're supposed to come to the Beis HaMikdosh. I and Shom take a look over there in the Tikkun Zoyar, in Tikkun Nunches, where the Zoyar Kodesh elaborates on this. Hainu, now Rav Nosenzal ties it into what we're learning. Hainu kesheyesh yenika lahasholesh klipois. What this is telling us is, when the three klipois have power, shehein bechina sholesh averois, which correspond to the three averois that we're learning about here. Avoide zoro, gili arayis, and shvichas donim, sheklulim betaivas niuf, which we learned earlier, that they are included in Taivas Niuf, Rav Nosenzal had quoted the Zohar Kodesh and Likut Imran, which show that all three of these Averois, Avoide Zohar, Gilarai, Shvichas Domim, are all included in Taivas Niuf. Shehu Bechinas Pegam Hatfila, Avazai Hu Bechinas Shalno Alecha. Then we have this concept of the shoes being removed. Hainu Pegam Kosnas Oer. The Pegam, the damage that was done by Odom and Chavi eating from the Eitz Hadas, where they had to wear these, this clothing afterwards, this, these leather garments. Shena Salidei Chet Ho'egel, which was reactivated as a result of the Avera of the Egel Hazohov. It's brought, the Gemara says, that when the Jews stood at Har Sinai, Poska Zuamosum, the tumor that originally began when Odom and Chavi ate from the Eitz Hadas, it stopped. And then the Gemara says that unfortunately, when the Yidden got involved in the Egel Azov, it got reactivated. But when a person strips himself, removes from himself these three klipois, and then these leather garments get purified, they get their tikkun, then the Pasuk says, how beautiful are the footsteps that you take with your shoes. Shehu Bechina Sholesh Regolim, which also alludes to the three Yomim Toivim when the Yidden went to the Beis HaMikdosh. They walked, they traveled to the Beis HaMikdosh. Shehem Keneged Sholesh Tfilois, which correspond to the three Tfilois, Shachris Men Chamayred, Shehem Bechina Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, Bechina Sholesh Regolim. So Rav Nusenzal showed here how everything is connected on the positive side, on the negative side. On the positive side, we have the three tefillos, we have the sholesh regolim, and we have the tikkun of the raglin. And on the negative side, we have these three klipos. Could be, I have to check whether this is referring to when Yechezkel Anovi saw the vision of the Shechina, he saw three klipos, the onon godol, the esh mislakachas, and ruach sora. These are called three klipos that are tomei legamri. And when we're misacking this through the koil koil yakov, which we began with, and through the tefillah bebechinas din, or through the mesiras nefesh of the yid, v'alkein onu tzrichin liyos bedele minoakum, and it's for this reason that we klal yisrael have to be separate, set apart from the goyim, afilu belevisha saminolim, even regarding the shoes that we wear, kiminolim shalahem humebechinas pegam kosnasor because the shoes that they wear are associated with the damage that was done by the Eid Sadas, where Odom and Chava had to wear these leather garments. 
about which the Pusik says that in order to come close to Kedusha, you have to take your shoes off. Like Moshe Rabbeinu was told by the snare, remove your shoes, meaning remove these klipas, remove these kosnasar, these damaged garments. Whereas the shoes of the Jewish people, our holy shoes, represent the repair, the purification of these leather garments. As the Pesach says, how beautiful are the footsteps that you take with your shoes. It's talking about where these kosnasor got their tikkun already. And this explains why there are several halachas about how a yid puts on his shoes. Put on the right shoe first and the left shoe, and tie the left shoe first and the right. Because a yid has to wear shoes according to the Torah, in order to correct and purify these garments of leather, which again, Adam and Chava were given after the eight from the Eitzadas. And this is tied into what the Gemara says. When the Gemara speaks about what, which shoe to put on first, the Gemara says, That just like by tefillin, we favor the left hand, the Pesach says, That the tefillin should be an ois on your hand. The word yodcha is normally spelled yud dalit chaf. But in this Pesach, it's spelled yud dalit chaf hey. And the Gemara Darshan's Yad Kehe, the weaker hand. That tefillin is supposed to be worn on the weaker hand, which is the left hand. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yechanan said, that the same way we favor the weaker hand by tefillin, we favor the weaker foot, the left foot, by tefillin, by shoes. We tie the left shoe first. Because again, by tefillin, the Iker Mitzvah is kshira, tying the tefillin. We tie the tefillin on our left, on the weaker hand, the kshira. We tie the shoes on, on the, the, the left shoe first, even though we put on the right shoe first. So the question is, what do shoes have to do with tefillin? Ki iker tikken haminolim, shimbechinas raglim, bechinas ekev, hualidei hamshochas hamoichen. Because Rabbein Azal explains over there in the Kutimran, in the Torah Tikkutei Chocha, that when we want to repair the raglin, the ekev, when we want to make a tikken for this ekev or the sitrachra, the yodoi oicheses ba'akev esav, it requires a tikken of a moichen. What gives the akev of Esav power is when our moichen are damaged, when we're thinking the wrong kind of thoughts. When our moichen are bishlemus, when a person is careful to try to think bigdusha, not to think sinful thoughts, then this light from the moich goes down, travels down all the way to the feet. Oz nistaknin horaglin. And then the feet are repaired. We're misakin, whatever needs a ticket in the feet. Vazai oilin gam horaglin mea klipa. And this also allows for the feet to rise up, to get out of the tumma, out of the klipa. We know that the, there's a pasuk ragleho yordos moves, that the tumma always tries to attack from the feet, from the bottom, to tackle the kedusha, that kind of thing. When you want to bring somebody down, you tackle him from his legs. So it's brought raglecha yoridei smoves. It's the feet of the kedusha that the klipa is trying to draw from. 
So we have to try to be mamshech kedusha from the moichin all the way down to the feet. Vazai nichna ekev esov. And when we accomplish this, then the ekev of esov is defeated. As a result of us repairing the feet and the the ache of the heel of the foot of Kiddushah, by being able to draw light from the seichel, from the moyach, all the way down to there. This is a concept that's mentioned throughout, throughout Sifrei Kabbalah, throughout Sifrei Chasidus, that the light of Hashem starts from on top. It starts from a very high place. And when it reaches us, it has to go down these ten levels. It has to start from the Moyach, which is Chochma Bina Das, or Keser Chochma and we want to take that light and get it to travel all the way down, all the way down to the Raglin, in order to make a complete Tikkun for the person, or for the world. Because this is a known fact in Kabbalah, in Chasidus, The main tikkun is not that the moichen should just be up here. The person should know in their mind what's right. It says, You'll understand with your brain and you'll communicate it to your heart. We have to draw that seichel from the brain into the heart and then bring it all the way down, down to the lowest levels. There's a posik, liboy noso esraglo, that when a person is besimcha, the heart lifts up the feet. That simcha in the heart picks up the feet, the person's dancing to serve Hashem, picking up their feet, walking to the base hamikdash, walking to shul, walking to the base medrash. We're being misakin kolatzmoisai tolmarno Hashem nikomoicha. person has to serve Hashem with kolatzmoisai, from head to toe. Vizeh bechinas kitfilin kachmenolim. Now we understand what the Gemara is saying when the Gemara wants to make a comparison between shoes and tefillin. Because we need, when we're putting on our shoes, that it should be like tefillin moichen, meaning, we need to be able to repair our feet, the shoes and feet, through the moichen, by having the proper seichel, the proper thoughts. And when we succeed in drawing this seichel, this light of Kedusha, all the way down to the feet, to lift up the feet, to take them out of the Tumah into Kedusha, then the feet of Esau, the heel of the foot of Esau, is defeated. And Rabbi Nezal shows over there in Likud Imran that how do we start this whole flow? Through this tefillah bebechinas din, which is when, when, when the clear chesed, when the chesed is damaged, when there's avos nefulos, the wrong kind of avos, and we can no longer use the standard channel of tefillah, we have to use this other channel, this tefillah bebechinas din, we gave examples of this in the previous year. The Tachman that we say on Mondays and Thursdays, the Tikkun Rochel and Chatzois, certain places where we have this example of the Tefillah, or, or Slichas, some places in Slichas where we say, Ona Hashem, Oyrora Gvura Secha. What do you mean, Gvura Secha? Oyrora Chasadecha. We don't want Gvura. The answer is there are times that we have to, the connection to Hashem has to be from, through this Tefillah, Bebechinas Din. 
שהוא בחינס מסירס נפש על קידוש השם. And another version of this is when a person allows himself to be killed for קידוש השם. Death is an Indian of din, midas adin. שעידי זה המריכן בשלימוס. When we accomplish this תפילה בבחינס דין, this מסירס נפש, this brings a שלימוס to the מריכן. וזריכן לבחינס כל הנער, וזריכן to that הכל כל יעקב, בחינס יעקב, שעידי זה נכנה עקב עשו, which brings about the defeat of עשו. כינסה מעקב יעקב. Because when we succeed in bringing the seichel, the moichen, down from up here all the way down to the feet, by doing this we're taking ekev, the heel, and we're adding a yud to it, as we'll see in a moment. Because the letter yud always represents seichel. Rashi says in Chumash on the Pasuk, Oz Yoshir Moishe Bnei Yisrael, Rashi says it should have said Oz Shor Moishe Bnei Yisrael. Rashi says yud al shem hamachshav anemrah. that the Yud over there represents a machshava to the future, a thought to the future. So Yud always represents Chachma. In Hashem's name, Yud Kevavke, the Yud is Chachma, the He is Bina, the Vav is the six Midois of Chesed through Yesoid, and the last He is Malchus. Al Yidei Shemeirin HaMoichin, Shemdechinas Yud, Lo HaEkev. By us shining this light of Seichel, that's called Moichin, which is represented by the letter Yud, into the Ekev, drawing it all the way down, V'azai nase me'akev Yaakov, shal yodoi ikar hachnoas akev esor. And we know that Yaakov Avinu is that powerful koyach that's able to be machnia v'akev of esor. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says, when they were both born, V'yodoi oichezes ba'akev esor. Yodoi, yodoi is yud. The word yodoi is yud v'avda. The Yud of Yaakov is what grabs hold of the Ekev of Esau and is machniyet. Ukmai shekosu betikunim, as is brought in the Tikunei Zoyar, v'choldo, that all of this damage, all of this koyach, the sitrachra, is begin the porach Yud min Yaakov, is because the Yud of Yaakov has flown away, has left. We, we were poigim in the moichen, the seichel, that's what allows Esau to have power. Shehu b'chinas vateka As the Pesach says, that when the Malach of Esau fought with Yaakov Avinu, he hurt him in his leg, in his thigh. V'chulu. Ayin shom b'tikunim. Take a look over there in the Tikkun Ezor, where the Tikkun Ezor elaborates on this. Ha'inu kadporach yud men Yaakov chasashon. And what happened is, when the Malach of Esau was able to hurt Yaakov, the Zohar HaKadosh says, that caused the yud of Yaakov to leave V'nishar okev. And there remained Okev, which is the heel of the foot. Azai nifgam chas v'sholom ho'akvim the Kedusha. And then the feet of Kedusha are weakened, are damaged. Bechinas vateka kaf yerach Yaakov. That Yaakov Avinu was limping. Vazai yesh yenike chas v'sholom ho'akev Esav. And then the feet of Esav have power. Avol kishuchoyzeres hayud shel Yaakov. But when we zorichet to return that yud of Yaakov, היינו שנמשוכן המויכן, שאין בחינס יוד לא הרגלן, וזוכר תגד דאט פלואו גואינג, דאט ווי פרפקט הסייכל, ותינקינג מחשובס אוף קידושה, ואוז מחשובויס גו דאון, ריץ' אול דווי דאון תדה רגלן, ויוד גו דאון תדה רגלן, ומאירן להם, ושיינס אינטו דאם, 
and it takes the feet out of Tumah, out of the Klippos, then we change the Ekev, which means the bottom of the bottom, the heel of the foot, we change it to Yaakov. And then the Ekev of Esav is defeated. And as we explained in the previous year, Rabbeinu Zal shows there on the Kudimran that all of this is accomplished through this tefillah b'bechinaz din. Rabbeinu Zal showed here on the Kudelochus that when a Yid allows himself to be killed, al-Kiddush Hashem, that's the form of this tefillah b'bechinaz din, which accomplishes all of these tikkunim that we're speaking about here. Again, the more familiar a person is with the Torah on the Kudimran, and the, and, and the more you're following the flow here, the pieces all fit together. And now we understand why the Gemara picked this example when they wanted to say that if the Goyim want the Jews to change our, our clothes, our ways, the, the Gemara, the rabbis picked this example, the shoelaces. Even if they tell us we wear black shoelaces, they wear pink shoelaces, we wear more tsanua things, and they wear less tsanua things, the Gemara says, in a time of shmat, if they tell you to change your shoelace, better to die than to do it. Bishasa shmat, ark, says, no, Why does the Gemara give that example? Why doesn't it talk about a shirt? Why doesn't it talk about... Ki iker bechinas mesiras nefesh al kiddush Hashem, hu bishvil lesaken ulezakeh bechinas arkas ademesani. Because when we, when we study, when we see this concept of Yidin dying, Al-Kiddush Hashem, it's all about repairing those kosnos oil, those garments of leather, l'achniya akev esav, to be able to bring about the downfall of the heel of the foot of esav, al-yidei b'chinas Yaakov, by restoring that koyach of Yaakov, shenase al-yidei mesiras nefesh mamish, which is activated when a Yid actually is willing to die for us, to serve Hashem Mamish with Mesiras Nefesh. V'zeo b'chinas kiddush Hashem b'fnei asoro Yisrael. And this also explains why the Gemara talks about that especially when the Goyim put a person in front of a minion, if the Goyim in front of ten Jews say, we want you to change something, that's when a person has this mitzvah of, of dying al kiddush Hashem. Why, what do we need a minion for here? This isn't a baruchu or kedusha. The answer is because this is all about repairing that yud of Yaakov. Sheparcha, which flew away, which got cut off, as a result of Odom and Chava eating from the Eitz Hadas. They were poigim in the Das, they were poigim in the Moichim. That caused this yud of Yaakov to be separated. And the Yidin fell from the level of Moyach to the level of Ekev. As the Tikkun Ezer points out there. And by a Jew in Moyser Nefesh, to sanctify Hashem's name, we repair the Moychen, we restore that Yud. And that's why the Gemara and the Halacha point out that this mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem is especially when there are ten Jews. 
וכן איקר שלימוס התפילה הוא באסורה. And so too the main perfection of tefillah is when you're davening with a minion. Then we can say Kedusha, Kaddish, All of this is about repairing that Yud, that Yud of Yaakov. Hainu Hayud Shel Yaakov. Paragraph Hei, V'alkein Nikra Mesiras Nefesh, Kiddush Hashem. And this is why when a Jew allows himself to be killed, it's called Kiddush Hashem, dying al Kiddush Hashem. Ki ein Hashem molei at shiemoche zechra molek. Because the Medrash says that Hashem's name is not complete until we destroy a molek. It says, Yod al keis ko milchom al Hashem ba molek. Hashem places his hand on his throne. It doesn't say ki se Hashem. It says keis ko. Yud hey, the vav hey is missing. So we see that by Hashem's name, something's missing when things aren't right. And by a yid being willing to actually give up his life, which we saw earlier, is like that This defeats and erases Amolek. And Amolek, the Iker, the Iker Pigam of Amolek is Taivas Niyav. Remember in Parsha Zohar it says about Amolek, Asher Korcho Baderech. And the, the Zohar Kodesh says, Korcho Miloshin Keri. That the main thing that Amolek tries to get a Jew to sin is in Pigam Abris, Chas V'shon. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Torches and Likut Imran, which this whole halach is based on. V'yalkein hu Kiddush Hashem. And this is why when a Yid is willing to die for Hashem, it's called Kiddush Hashem. Ki nezgadel v'nezgadesh shmoyis borach a'yidei mechias amolei. Because Hashem's name becomes enlarged. It changes from yud hey to yud hey vav hey By erasing amolek, shenas a'yidei bechinas mesiras nefesh kanal. And this is, also, this is accomplished by a Yid being willing to give up his life. Ki ikar kiddush Hashem hu kishenim shchenim chazech ramolei kanal. Because when is Hashem really known and recognized? When we zeche to completely defeat Amalek. Amalek is called Reish's Goyim. There's a posuk Reish's Goyim Amalek. Amalek, Rabbein Zal shows, is koilel all the Ra of all 70 nations. There's a posuk in begin in Bereshis, Rak Ra Kol Hayoim. Only evil all day. The last letters of Rak Ra Kol Hayoim spell Amalek. Amolik is the Iker, Iker, Iker Sitra Achra. So when is Hashem really going to be complete? Only when we wipe out Amolik completely. And that's why it says also by Amolik, Vayezanev Becho Kol Hanecheshoim Achrecho. That who did Amolik attack? Amolik attacked the heel of the foot, the back. The Yidden that were all the way in back of the line, Shevedon, that were traveling all the way in the back when the Yidden traveled in the Midbar, that's what Molek went after. That's what Asaph goes after, the raglin, the bottom of the feet. A question why the Gemara uses the term shoelaces, Aarkasa the Masani, rather than the shoes. One answer is the Mephoshim and the Gemara they point out. Because again, the shoes are a much larger thing. Put on a different kind of shoe completely, that... The Gemara says even shoelaces, even the tiniest change, not just the shoe, the laces, we're not changing our way to go to make it like the Goyim. That's number one. And number two, we're going to see this topic come up 
in several places, in Likut HaLochas, in Hilchas Shem Kippur, Hilchas Tishabov, where it talks about not wearing shoes, also in Hilchas Yibum, in Evan Oezer, where the Chalitza, in those places, Rav Nosanzal has a lot of, lot of discussion quoting this Gemara, Ketfilin Kachmin Olayim. But for now, I, I hope that answers the question. Rav Nosanzal's mentioning <coughs> Kabbalistic concepts. He's giving us some of the references that you have in Sifrei Kabbalah, the Moichin, the Raglin, the top, the bottom, in order for us to get a better understanding of this, the topic that we're speaking about, Mesiras Nefesh, Tfilin, these things. But the more you get familiar with these terms, it makes perfect sense, and it gives you a, a much deeper spiritual understanding of what Yiddishkeit is all about. Okay, now Rav Nosan adds a little bit of an, an appendix to this halacha. Paragraph of, Al-Kol Yavor Valyehorik. The standard halacha is that regarding all Averis in the Torah, except for the three, a person should rather die, a, a person, I'm sorry, should rather do the Avera than to let himself die. Ki hadveikus v'hamesiris nefesh l'ashem tzorech liyos bebechinas rotsoi v'ashoiv. We spoke about this before. This is an incredible, important lesson in Yiddishkeit, and especially in Chasidus, and especially in Kabbalah. That when we talk about dveikus to Hashem, as long as a person is living, you better make sure that that dveikus has a parachute to it. That if you're going up, you better make sure that you're able to come back down also. Not to try to go up in a certain way that the person gets lost. Remember, the Gemara gives the example of four rabbis of the Gemara who went up to a very high place. Rabbi Akiva, Ben Azai, Ben Zoyma, and Acher. They went up to a very high place. The Gemara says, as a result of that, Rabbi Elisha ben Avoya became an apikoiris. That if a person goes up and they don't know how to come back down the right way, the person can become a complete apikoiris. He committed murder and me of everything, all kinds of averis. And Benazai and Benzoima, it says one of them died, his neshama left him. He died, and again, seemingly he died before the right time. And the other one, people thought he was crazy because he couldn't express himself. He couldn't bring the light down into a way that people could relate to it. So they thought he lost his mind. And it was only Rabbi Akiva that the Gemara says, Nichnas He entered and he left in peace. He was able to go up and come back down. As long as a person is living in this world, when we're talking about dveikus, and we're talking about serving Hashem with mesiras nefesh, it's got to be done going up and coming back down. So that the person remains alive, and the person is still in a place of chesed, because Hashem wants the world to continue to exist. Hashem doesn't want us to die, and certainly not before the right time. And this was also the mistake of Nodav and Aviyu. They went out of bounds. They tried to do a Mesiris Nefesh more than they were supposed to, more than they were capable of. They tried to run up without a parachute, without knowing how to come back down. As the Pesach says, In coming close to Hashem, they died. How do you do that? 
I thought Hashem is Chaya Chaim. Hashem is the ultimate. Va'atem Adveikim Hashem Alekeichem Chaim Kulchem Ayoyim. The answer is a person can do it if they do the Rotsoy without the Shoiv. If they know how to climb and they don't know how to come back down. Or they don't know boundaries. They don't know how high they can climb. Here again, a person who has the ability to jump up, a person has to know how high they can jump and still be able to come down safe. Ki be'emes mosru nafsham al kiddush Hashem. Rab says, because the truth is that not of an aviyu were tzadikim, they were moiser nefesh al kiddush Hashem. Kamashikosu bikroivai ekodesh. It doesn't say bikroivai eschalel. Hashem doesn't say I was disgraced by them, that I was, I was, uh, uh, that they they went against me. Hashem says ekodesh. There was kiddush Hashem. All the Jews saw the greatness of Hashem in the fact that if a person crosses a line, boom, that made people, that imposed Yira Shemayim, that gave people a feeling of Yira. Avalafal Pikain, Pogmu However, despite that, they were plaguing in how they went about this. Ki Osur Limsur Nafshoi Lamisal Mamesh Afilu Akidish Hashem, Shaloi Bashas Hatsoirech. Because a person is not allowed to allow himself to be killed or to die, even if he's trying to make a Kiddush Hashem, when it's not the right time, when it's not a time that, 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 that it's required. As the laws are specified in Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch tells you when, when you're supposed to, when you're not supposed to. And this fits beautiful with what our rabbis in the Zohar Kodesh tell us, that what was the mistake of Nodav and Aviyu? They didn't get married. They tried to bring Torahs without being married. Why do you have to get married? To have children, to settle the world, to perpetuate mankind. Because Hashem created the world, He wants the world to continue. He doesn't want the world to stop. And if people don't get married, then the world will stop. There'll be no more world, there'll be no more people, chas v'shalem. They weren't oisik in yishuv o'elam. V'zeo gam kein b'chinas pegama bris kamuva. And this is also referred to as pegama bris. When a person is of age to get married, and they're supposed to get married, and the person chooses not to. The person makes a decision, no, I don't want to get married. V'al kein nichshilu gam kein bozeh, shemosru nafsham al kiddush Hashem, shaloi b'shaz ha'tzorech. And because they made a mistake in this area, because they didn't realize the importance of Tikkun Abris, and they didn't realize the importance of Yishuv Oilam, because of that they made a mistake in trying to go too high, trying to go to a place that they weren't allowed to. Shezeo bechinas tefila bechinas din. This concept of dying al Kiddush Hashem, we showed in the previous year, is the same as this tefila bechinas din. V'alkein hoyohatikun al yidei pinchas. And therefore, the tikkun for Nodav and Aviyu was through Pinchas, as the Zohar Kodesh and Arizal explain, and we'll, we'll clarify this. Ki Pinchas zocho lenishmas Nodav Aviyu be'ez shekine al zimri kemuva, because the Zohar Kodesh tells us that when Pinchas saw the pegama bris of zimri, when he saw that the goyish women were coming and attacking the Jews, <coughs> trying to get them to sin with them. And Zimri, the Nasi of Shevet Binyamin, <coughs> went after this Cosby Basur, <coughs> and he wanted to do this Pigama Bris in public, <coughs> everything. <coughs> Pinchas saw this, he killed him. He killed Zimri and he killed Cosby. And the Zohar Kodesh says, 
through that he was able to receive the Neshamois of Nodov and Aviyu. The Arizal says an incredible thing. That's why we know that Pinchas is Elianovi. Pinchas is Elianovi. <coughs> it says Pinchas ben Elozor ben A, and it also says Pinchas ben Elozor ben Aaron Akoyen. Why does it have to say ben Aaron Because Pinchas was the son of Elozor and he was also the son of Aaron Akoyen. He was also Nodov and Aviyu. And that's why when Elisha Novi saw that Elianovi was about to leave, he said to him, Vino Pishnayim Baruch HaKhoelai, please give me double your power. Somebody has a hundred dollars, can you ask him to give you two hundred dollars? The answer is Elisha Novi said, I know, I know that you're not a regular neshama. I know that you're a double, vihi no. The Arizal says, no, is not of Aviv. Elisha Novi said, I know that you have a double neshama. I'm asking you that I should be able to receive that light. I once heard from my Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, that that's why Pinchas, take a look at the word Pinchas, look carefully. The second half of the word Pinchas, Ches Samach, is Bigimatria Chaim. The first letters, sometimes it's spelled with a Yud, usually it's spelled without a Yud. Pei Nun, 80 and 50, is 130, which is two times Aleph Dalet Nun Yud. Aleph Dalet Nun Yud is Hashem. Every Yid is a piece of Hashem. Every Yid has an Ashama. An Ashama is called a Chelek Elokam Pinchas had a double. Pinchas was two times Aleph Dalet Nun Yud. His Chayim, his Chius, was coming from Pei Nun, from 132 times Aleph Dalet Nun Yud. Because through his Kanoas of Kedusha, he was able to receive the Neshamais of Nodav and Aviyu, who made a mistake in their Kanoas, in a sense. Because as we learned in the previous Shurim, Pinchas was the one whom it says, not the Gemara says, Pinchas was the one who's daven this, but this tefila bebechinas din. Which we learned earlier, that goes together with tikkun abris. And through his Mesiras Nefesh, because Pinchas put his life in danger, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Zimri wasn't a little boy. Zimri was powerful like Shimshna Gibor in a sense, super strong. He could have killed Pinchas in a second. And Pinchas went on Mesiras Nefesh. He was ready to risk his life to be Mekadeh Shem Hashem here. And through this, he corrected the Pigam of Nodav and Aviyu, whereby Nodav and Aviyu did a Mesiras Nefesh when they weren't supposed to. They allowed themselves to die when they weren't supposed to. They gave up their life when they were at a time when they weren't supposed to. And we learned earlier that Mesiras Nefesh Al Kiddush Hashem is similar to this Tfilo Bebchinas Din. Upopmu Babris And by them it was considered a Pigama Bris, the fact that they weren't married and they were trying to bring Torahs. The Alkein Zoha Oz Pinchas Lanishmasam. And therefore, this is why Pinchas was Zeche, when he showed this incredible kanos for Pegama Bris, he was Zeche to receive their Neshamois, Kihu Tikein HaPegam Shalahem, because he corrected the damage that was caused by them. 
Once again, this is incredible privileged information. People learn Chumash, people learn Gemara, people learn the Zohar Kodesh, and they don't know all of this inside information that makes it so much clearer what's going on here. V'yalkein oimrim kedusha achar birkas atogibor. Now, Rav Nosanzali, it's another interesting point. When do we say kedusha, nagdisha, nekadesh, kadosh, kadosh, kadosh? After the brach of atogibor loyelam Hashem, mechayi meisim That's when we say it. Shechoismin bo mechayi hameisim. And that brocha finishes with the words Mechaya HaMesim, that Hashem will bring the dead back to life. Ki bechol tefillah Now Rav Nosanzal tells us a chiddish. In every one of our Shmoyne Esrays, there's a piece included that's this tefillah bebechin azdin. Shezer berchas ato gibor. That's that brocha ato gibor. Why are you talking about Gvura? You're davening to Hashem. You want Hashem's chasodim. Why are you reminding Hashem that he's a Gibor? We're including this ingredient. Lahavdil, you make a cake or sometimes make something and they put salt into it. What are you, crazy? Or a person's making, again, a sweet dish and they put salt or pepper in it. What are you, nuts? This is supposed to be sweet. You're right. By eating a little bit of pepper, by eating a little bit of salt, this brings out the sweetness, the flavor. It's, it's, it doesn't work against it. It improves it. V'yalkein maskirin bo gvura is geshomim. And that's why we mention re mashevaruach omoyred ageshem. We mention that in the bracha atogibor. Shehim bechinas meime hadas. Rain represents those waters of das, waters of sechel. The Torah is compared to water. Shenizgalin al yidei hatfilah bebechinas din shalabalkoyach. And this das is revealed through that tefillah bebechinas din of the powerful person who gives it. Bebechinas, as it says, umoloho oretz deos Hashem kamayim layam mechasim. The world will be filled with knowledge and recognition of Hashem like the water that covers the ocean floor. Sheze bechinas ramim, and like the Gemara says, what is thunder? Anoni deshafchimaya. It's clouds spilling water from one to the other. That's what makes the sound of thunder. And we know that thunder is gvura. There's a pasuk gvaram gvuroisov mi isboinon. Thunder, we make a bracha shekoichoi ugvurosoi moleoilam when we hear thunder. Vialkein, oz acharbirches atogiboir, oimren kedusha beyud. And therefore, after saying the bracha atogibor loyon Hashem, then, if we have ten people, if we have a minion, we can say Kedusha. Because as Rabbi Nezal explains over there in the Kutimran, when we're zeichet to this din properly, we're zeichet to eliminate Amolek. Which is what brings about Kiddush Hashem. It enlarges the name of Hashem. Hashem's name goes from Ko to Yudke Vavke. This is the concept that we say a person willing to die to be Mekadesh Shem Hashem, which means to increase, to enlarge. As is brought in Sifrei Kabbalah, that every time we say this Kodosh, Kodosh, Kodosh Hashem Tzvokos, it's an aspect of Mesiris Nefesh. That a person is showing a willingness, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to be Mekadeshim Shomayim. Shebechol Eis, Shoimrim Kedusha, Tzrichen Limsor Nafshoy Al Kiddush Hashem. V'yalkein, 
that explains why you need a minion to say Kedusha, Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Ki Iker Mesiras Nefesh al Kiddush Hashem hu biyud. The real Mesirat, the halacha of being required to be Moisa Nefesh al Kiddush Hashem usually requires a minion. If there's, it's in front of ten Jews. Kamash Kosov, v'nigdashti besoich b'nei Yisroel. Hashem says, when will I be niskadesh besoich b'nei Yisroel? And the Gemara learns out, Shemisham Lamdu, Shekidish Hashem Ba'asora, that the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem requires a minion. <clears throat> Just like the Sochman Israel is used about the Maraglim. When the 10 Maraglim, 10 out of the 12 died, <coughs> Hashem said, over there, this Vinigdashni, the Sochman Israel. Or a similar posse. The Gemara makes a Gzeir Shova, Toich Toich. And it's from this Pasuk itself that the Gemara learns out that to say Kedusha or Kaddish requires a minion. Because again, this Vinigdashti Besuch B'nai Yisrael, this Kiddush Hashem, this Mesiris Nefesh al Kiddush Hashem, is similar to the concept of saying Kedusha. And that's why. This Kedusha is near the second brach of Shema Esra Ategibor, She'oz Mo'irin HaKoyach Shalatfila B'Bechinaz Din Shalabal Koyach. Because it's in that second brach of Shema Esra that we're activating that Tfila B'Bechinaz Din. She'hu B'Bechinaz Givurais, B'Bechinaz Ategibor. V'yalkein, Mazkirin Shom Tchiyas HaMesim. And that's also why we mention Tchiyas HaMesim. Kalidei HaTfila Anal, Zoichin L'Sakin Hadas, because through this tefillah we repair the das that was nifgam, and das is synonymous with chokma. Ha chokma techaye boaleho wezoche techayim ulahachnia sitra demoisa wezoche to defeat the sitra achra which is called death malachamovus sitra demoisa v'yalkein zoichin alidei hatefillah hanal lahashir sheyisar loosid achar hatchia. And this is why Rabbi Nezal says over there in Likutei Maran that through this tefillah of B'chinaz Din will be zoichet to that song of the future, which is the song that will be sung at the time of Tchia Samesim when Hashem will create a whole new world. Kimavur b'soif ha-toyranal As Rabbi Nezal explains this at the end of that chapter in Likutei Maran, Ayin Shom, take a look. Va'ozoimrim kedusha. And that, at the end of that, and when we say, after Machaya Mesim, that's when we say, Kodosh, Kodosh, Kodosh. Note that song of the future is called Yud, Yud K, Yud K Vav, Yud K Vav K, which is 72. And the, the Gemara speaks about a song that'll be played on a kinor of 72 strings, on a harp of 72 strings. That's these 10 letters, Yud, Yud Hey, Yud Hey Vav, Yud K Vav K, these 10 letters that correspond to this Yud that we're speaking about throughout this whole halacha. This isn't easy. Again, the, the chapter on the Kutamran that we're referring to here is one of the longest and complex Torahs on the Kutamran. It's the final Rosh Hashanah shir that Rabbeinazal gave in his life. Rabbeinazal spoke for a few hours when he was spitting up blood a few days before he passed away. So that Torah on the Kutimran is not simple, and this halacha was not an easy halacha. If you found it hard hearing it the first time, it's okay. But again, if you'll review it, go over it, 
you'll see all the pieces fit together perfectly.